Welcome to the Wolf Pussy Monologues podcast. Bringing exciting interviews and memorable episodes for your listening and viewing pleasure. Broadcasting from our beautiful studios in Los Angeles, we're definitely here for the shits and shenanigans. Now buckle up ladies and gentlemen, here's our motherfucking host, Max. Hey yo, what up, what it is, how you feeling, how you living, how you being? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues, I'm your host Max. So glad to be back on the mic one more time with all my Wolfpack friends. Today we have a special guest coming to the Wolf Den in person. Yes, yes, yes. One of the baddest chefs in the land. I bring you Chef Net of Haggerty Lux Events. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's get it, let's go. Hey, sugars. We gonna wait for y'all to step in the club. We gonna wait for y'all to step in the club. Mm-mm-mm. We have a special guest tonight in the Wolf Den. Yes, we do. We just gonna let Instagram do its thizzle and all that shit there. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Mm-mm-mm. We got a legend in the building. Yes, I said, I, I said legend, you know what I'm saying? Because this one right here, it goes down, yes, in the kitchen. She's mm-hmm. biased. Not even. <laughs> if I was a perfect stranger, I would still say the same damn thing. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. We are going to go ahead and get started because, uh, like I say, this shit going to play and it's going to play and it's going to play, Okay. Tonight in the Wolf Den, ladies and gentlemen, we have the elegant one-stop shop for all of your dining catering needs. We have the extremely talented Chef Net of Haggerty Lux Events in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I'm happy to be here. Oh my God. Thank you so much for blessing the platform. Anytime. I'm I'm just overjoyed because y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't know. Y'all need to check the Instagram (laughs) and get up on that thing because the food... The the decor, the the love you get, you know what I'm saying? The service is fucking immaculate. And if you don't know, you're going to know today. Indeed, indeed. Let's jump off into the question, shall we? All righty, all righty. What we got? So, what's something most people don't know about you? Hmm. Um. Lots of things, of course, because uh, <laughs> as open as I am, I am still uh, a pretty private person. My circle is very small. Um, so I would say most people don't know that I actually do have a degree in culinary. Um, I did go to Lake Cordon Bleu. Uh, and graduated top of my class. You heard that? Top of the class. Uh, but my... Um, Focus was pastry. Really? So, yeah. I started off with doing... Well, hell, I don't even know that shit. I know this motherfucker for years. But anyway, I'm sorry. Shit. Yeah. I'm actually a pastry chef. Wow. Yeah, but um, honestly, I didn't want to go to school for savory food because Mm -hmm. I've been cooking since I was like eight years old. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I really didn't think... um, I wanted to learn more of French culinary cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of cream-based sauces that mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like, am not into personally. Like, um, so, 
And then my grandmother and my great-grandmother were from Louisiana. So they already had a lot of French cuisine Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that I I grew up eating and knowing how to cook. So I really just wanted to focus on uh, cake decorating, honestly, Mm -hmm. is the reason why I chose pastry. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandmother, my dad's mom, was a very awesome baker Mm -hmm. as well as caterer. And her cakes were legendary. Mm. And... um, I did not get a chance to train under her. So when I decided to go to culinary school, I decided to make that my focus. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I learned how to do pretty much any kind of bread you can think of, uh, as well as cakes, pies, cookies, all that kind Mm. of stuff. And then I um, graduated from culinary school, went straight into a bakery, Mm -hmm. the same bakery that I um, did my externship hired me immediately Mm. and um i was there for a little less than six months and then jumped from there and went right to usc galen center so jeez yeah where i did pastry as well as savory food so wow so the 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 paperwork is extensive on this one (laughs) it really is really not but (laughs) because uh the training didn't take that long you know it's not like four-year college oh wow that's disrespectful (laughs) did that just come in on the mic like that oh no we're not gonna do that no we're gonna we're gonna cut that off because (laughs) that's disrespectful like wow I don't know who that was, but I'm going to find out. And when I do, we're going to have a long talk about times and respect no around problem. here. Because, oh, 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 that's what I thought. We, <laughs> woo! Y'all about to see the other part of me come out. That's a whole other that. episode right that. there. Not, not on the interview. We don't want that. <laughs> not on the interview. That's, that's the Chuck's day. That We'll leave that alone. And no pearls. Anywho. <laughs> As a business owner, what are your top three priorities? Wow. As a business owner, my top three priorities, I would say, number one is customer satisfaction Mm. is very important to me. Mm. Um, Number two is... Hmm, I would say probably walking in integrity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, number three would be making sure that I always appreciate not just my clientele, but my staff. I can dig it. I can dig it. A lot of business owners forget about the other people under them. Well, mm-hmm. I try to <clears throat> make sure that I give them credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. Um, although all the designs mostly come from me, mm-hmm. um, uh, I couldn't do it all by myself uh-huh. because I am doing food and decor. Right, right. So, of course, I only have these two right here. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely not a one-man type situation. It right. takes my entire team to get the job done. Although, there have been times where I have done it all. The setup myself as well as the food. Mm-hmm. But um, that's when we were first starting and a lot mm-hmm. smaller yeah yeah um but now no it's not that's the case <laughs> like we all got to get up early yeah, in no, the we, morning no, we go. all gotta pitch in that hand mm-hmm. because it takes a lot yeah i can imagine if y'all haven't seen check out her instagram page at haggerty lux events correct yes because um or uh the decor mm, 
I mean, she put downtown, the Dollar Tree, and all that bullshit you motherfuckers have to go running by <laughs> to shame. She is shitting on y'all little punk ass Wait little designs, little baby showers and shit, little paper machine. Okay, okay. We I get all it. have we, a starting point. You, we do. Because we do. if the truth be told, I still use those places. But... Have you seen the last table setting you've made? The way you incorporate the shit and make it look... Girl, please. <laughs> like, seriously. I just seen well, some listen. people that's been... You know, they charge a certain amount and they be like... To be honest, let me take a little humble swallow and say this. There are a lot of people in the business that I admire personally mm-hmm. that are so much more established as well as more skilled Mm -hmm. um and they push me to grow Mm -hmm. you know uh it's kind of difficult at times to balance um the budget for both Mm -hmm. because i'm not just doing food most of my events i'm doing food as well as the decor Mm -hmm. now people will say wow six thousand dollars that's a lot of money just for 80 people for Mm -hmm. instance because that's pretty much what one of my packages all inclusive would cost you, which is like $75 per person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that includes the tables, the chairs, the decor, like your, your linens, your chair cover. If it's um, a, a regular folding chairs, then mm-hmm. we cover the chair so that it looks nice. Yeah. Um, that gives you your centerpieces that gives, um, all of the rentals that you need, like your Schaefer's, your beverage dispensers, as well as the food itself. Now, that was just decor I listed. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, the food side, you get salad, appetizers, three entrees, four sides, your choice of bread and butter, as well as uh, three beverages, as well as a dessert bar with your specialty cake, whether it be a birthday cake or it's an anniversary or what have you. And then you get miniature desserts to go with that. So mm-hmm. you don't just get the birthday cake, but mm-hmm. you get a dessert bar. Right. So those are a lot of elements to take into account. And so people look at $6,000, but I'm, I have less than a hundred people. Yeah. You have less than a hundred people, but that's still a lot that you get within that package. Right. So you, if you want to hire us and just show up, where all you have to worry about is your clothes and your shoes, you know, your your mm-hmm. personal look. Like I did for my <laughs> anniversary party, my first sponsor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all I had to do, honey, was put on my motherfucking clothes and my makeup and step the fuck out the door. We and tried. you need to understand that peace of mind when you're trying to throw something and cater to people and make an event that's happy and every pe- people walk away happy. Man, well, I our, thank you. our motto is no drama, no stress. You know, you we want to make sure that, and we don't please everybody, okay? I'm going to say that right now. There have mm. been some clients who felt like we undergave them what they felt they paid for Wowzers. simply because they were competing in their own mind with other designs and other people, okay? Mm. And so they'll give an inspiration picture, for instance, that's Mm. worth $20,000. 
but they have a $3,500 budget. So you you tell me exactly how you expect me to make that work. Right, right. Um, the photo you gave me is going to be just that inspiration, first yeah. off, because I don't copycat anyone. If mm-hmm. that designer you love their look so much, you need to hire that designer. That don't come sense. to me and expect for me to give you a copycat deal because right. I'll never do it. Right. I don't even copycat myself. If you notice, there are no two events Nothing that look alike. Um, one year, the color was purple. Everybody seemed to have purple going on for their event. I mm. think we had four or five events of purple. Mm-hmm. Then another year, the, the color was navy. Everybody had navy. Then the next year was rose gold. Mm. So it flops, but you still have to be versatile enough mm-hmm. to make sure that everybody has a unique situation. Because as beautiful as the things you see in a magazine or on Pinterest, mm-hmm. why not have something that's tailored, tailored exclusively for you? Right, right. Because you're worth that. Mm-hmm. You deserve that. Now, guess what? If you really had that thirty or that $20,000 to pay, I'll take it gladly. And you go get more than likely even better than the photo that you exactly, sent. Exactly, exactly. Because I give a lot for what I charge. Mm-hmm. People may not think so, but I encourage all of my clients to call other vendors before you settle yes. with me. Yes. Call and see what they have to Check offer. Around. Check around and see what the going rate of things are because for you to call somebody and you haven't done any homework of your own mm-hmm. it's absurd. Very. You expect me to just come down because you say so? No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Not at all, because right now the fluctuation of the market mm-hmm. is very hard to deal with. Because let's say I quote you, I still have to honor whatever your invoice says. Mm-hmm. If if you your your invoice is for two thousand dollars, it does not matter whether or not the market changes and I end up in the hole. I'm still going to honor everything that is on that contract mm-hmm. for that two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So. It's a lot of factors involved. And right now, because we're dealing with COVID, inflation is ridiculous. Everything. You know, a case case of salmon, I can pay anywhere from $40 to $100. And it can change from one day to the next, where I never know what it's going to be. So... It, it just, it, it is what it is. Dip. It That's is. That's a hell of a dip right there. It Jeez. is. And then people want crab stuff, salmon, and mm-hmm. lobster, and, you know, you have a tater tot budget, but. You want those rich, rich foods. It, yeah. It's like, no, yeah, no, there's no, just no, no, no way no. to make that work unless you do it yourself. Right. Right. That's that's it. That's all. And listen, I, I if I be honest, I can't afford me. <laughs> so, I wouldn't hire me. There it is. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Shit. Man, I can't even be afford I'd, ha- I'd have to be saving to be up right. to hire myself. So I truly understand. I get it. So this is why we offer payment plans. Mm-hmm. You know, some mm-hmm. people don't. They You got to pay it all or 50% up front. But we ask for a deposit and then you could either go on a weekly 
or bi-weekly or monthly payment. Mm -hmm. And then others, they choose to pay the half of the bill up front mm -hmm. and then the balance at a certain time before the actual event. Mm -hmm. So either way, we're cool with because we know most people are regular working people right. and they cannot afford thousands of dollars right off the bat. Right, right. So, you know, we try to make sure that we are as accommodating as we can be. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. What do you wish you had known before when you first started out in the game? Uh, everything. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. <laughs> Honestly, uh, when I started out in the game, I didn't even have cards. Um, my husband is mm. responsible for me uh, pushing myself to that next level. Mm. I had graduated from culinary school, and um, I just had a dream. Mm. Uh, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I was capable of, but the opportunity wasn't there. Mm -hmm. uh, that bakery that hired me, they basically made me the executive baker. Um, I revamped the entire menu. I won't say the bakery's name because they still exist, <laughs> but um, they laid me off after I revamped all their recipes. Mm. As well as trained all of their staff and brought them up to par with my knowledge. Wow. Some of them were more skilled in cake decorating than I was because mm -hmm. I hadn't been doing that portion that long. Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of their recipes needed to be modified. Mm -hmm. um, they just were lacking in some ways. Um, so I brought that southern girl mm -hmm. touch to mm -hmm. some of their recipes because they were a little cracker barrel-ish so you know we had to add a little soul mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. but after I did all of that and we got through the holiday rush uh, which was the Christmas holiday mm -hmm. rush they laid me off and then wow. took my assistant and put her in my place <laughs> damn yeah, Too because they didn't have place. to pay her as much as they had to pay me. Because even though I was fresh out of culinary school, I knew my worth. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was not willing to accept the pennies they wanted to give. Mm -hmm. And it was strangling the budget of the business. Mm -hmm. And the only reason it was strangling the budget of the business was because she never did inventory. Uh, and she never paid attention to what sold and what didn't. Oh, so wow. she had a lot of things in the case that would get thrown away. Mm. Um, so it was a lot of waste. Mm -hmm. um, so she was not making what she could have been making because some of the things she offered really didn't go with the demographic of the area. Mm. So that affected her sales a lot uh, mm. to the point to where her and her business partner ended up splitting. Wow. Um, wow. And yeah, so eventually, you know, they, she's on her own now. I don't mm -hmm. know even if she still owns that bakery, but the bakery is still there. Mm -hmm. But um, it was a wonderful experience. It taught me a lot, mm -hmm. but I didn't know anything, honestly. Um, I got out of culinary school and I was just writing my number on pieces of paper. People mm -hmm. would be like, chef, can I get your information? And my husband said, bae, if you're going to do this, you need to be business minded mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's not a good look. And that's something that a person could easily lose mm -hmm. with a card. They'll more so take care of that, put it in right. their wallet or right. whatever the case may be. Right. So, so next to that ACM card. yeah. So that pushed me to go and get my first set of cards done. 
And from there on, I just really still didn't know much of anything, but I was not um, completely working on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still working for USC and mm-hmm. just catering on the side whenever I got, you know, little gigs to come through. Yeah. And as time went on, I just, I learned as I went. Because culinary school does not teach you everything. Just like um, any profession, you go to school to learn, and they basically just give you the basics. Mm. And then you have to learn some things through trial and error. You know, because that paper knowledge (laughs) just does not go as far as you would like for it to. Some things you just don't learn until you're in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... What different avenues does Haggerty Lux events cover? I know Mm. you say decor and food. Well, we do private dining. Mm -hmm. um, And that could be from one person to 20 people. Oh, so if I want to be selfish, I can be selfish. You could. You could. Um, So we do do private dining as well as we do weddings, as well as uh, birthdays, anniversaries, baby showers. The only thing we don't do is children's parties. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not in that season of life. Uh, And uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about Mm -hmm. that is I'm not in that season of life. Uh, so, uh, children these days are not like they used to be. Um, so, and parents aren't like they used to be, you know, so that's the one avenue that I just am not interested in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we even offer cooking courses. Um, so pretty much everything. Yeah. Don't you have a seasoning line? I do have a seasoning line. Please get into that flavor <laughs> rack, cause shit. Oh, I forgot. I mentioned all those other things, but not my my uh, seasoning line. Um, that's a crazy story. Okay, we all know that we've been in this pandemic for like two years, right? So, uh, twenty twenty comes around. I was booked in January all the way to December. Mm. First time ever. Mm. We literally had bookings. Every single month of the year Mm -hmm. in January. (laughs) Um, When I say favor on top of favor, um, but I was going at a pace where we were working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back to back, week after week after week. Mm -hmm. Now, to some, you're like, well, that's not a lot. It's only three days out of the week. Well, for what I do, it is a lot because it doesn't give you time to clean up and prepare from the previous situation. Mm -hmm. And because we do offer decor and all of that, well, those linens still have to be washed, (laughs) you know, the the plates and and, uh, glassware, all that stuff still has to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. So... Honestly, the pandemic was a blessing for us because I was going at a pace that I couldn't keep. Mm. Um, So the shutdown happened Mm -hmm. and I was devastated because it was the first time we were that busy, that booked, you know, and and people measure success by uh, your busyness. Mm -hmm. Right. Booked your calendar. Exactly. And so. I learned later that 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 is really that's that's nothing. a myth. That don't mean nothing. Nothing. Because uh, <laughs> honestly, I didn't become an entrepreneur to be a slave. I came an entrepreneur to be free. Right. Uh, right. So uh, we just we didn't know what to do. Like many, um, 
So I had to think quick on my feet. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, okay, it's pivot time. Mm -hmm. And I just redirected my energies and I said, okay, well, I started off selling plates. Mm -hmm. So let me go back to selling these plates Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because even though we all stuck in the house and people can't go nowhere, folks still need to eat. So I started back selling plates and I created an appetizer meal called the Munch Pack. Mm -hmm. And the Munch Pack just, it just skyrocketed and was doing well. Then I said, hmm, I have all these seasoning blends that I've been doing on my own for quite some time, but I would just make enough for whatever I was seasoning Mm -hmm. at the time. So I said, well, what if Bay, and Bay, of course, is my husband. I said, babe, what if I uh, start this seasoning line? And he was a little skeptical at first because he was like, okay. Because I always have some kind of brainstorm of an idea. And he just be going with the flow. Okay, Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) But when I actually started putting it together Mm -hmm. and showing him the samples, Mm -hmm. he was just as excited as I was. And then... When people actually began to purchase, I was doing little small pop-ups at my home Mm -hmm. and I opened up those pop-ups to other entrepreneurs and allowed them to sell their wares. And so I was selling my little spices and doing little um, demos of food at the same time where you could uh, purchase the spices. And then if you did a certain amount, then you would get a free plate of food. Mm -hmm. And so that did really well, and it did so well to where we did a little something else and revamped the business to where we tailored everything to intimate celebrations. So we weren't doing anything over 25 people. Mm -hmm. Then when the pandemic began to slow down a little bit, we moved to 50 people, which Mm -hmm. is still our max. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing we usually do over 50 people right now are weddings. Mm -hmm. So, But yeah, the Spice Line is doing well. Um, we have everything from marinades to salad dressings to um, cannabis products. Um, I produce Wilders. my own cannabis oil as well as um, uh, cannabis garlic and herbs. We have a butter pecan cornbread. We have a fish fry. So, mm. yeah, mm. the flavor mm. is unparalleled. Mm-hmm. I so know that so well. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, do you have a favorite cuisine? Hmm. Probably Mexican. Really? Yeah. I have to agree. Yeah, probably that, Mexican. The authentic, the better. That shit yeah. I did. It's crazy because <laughs> I was working at USC Galen Center, and my husband can attest to this, but because uh, <laughs> he worked there, too, mm. at the time. Now, he's full-time in the business with me, but... um. I was the only uh, black girl working in the kitchen. The only black person, period, working in the kitchen. Everybody else were of Hispanic descent. Mm -hmm. And so just like anywhere, it really doesn't matter what the cuisine is. If you pay attention, you can learn how to make it. And honestly, the ancestors guide my palate. I season until they tell me to stop. I mean, when you eat my food, it's like sitting down at grandma's table. And so I would watch them making these salsas. And they always seem to be missing a little bit of love 
to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just to me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that they wasn't delicious. They just was lacking a little something for me. So I started watching how they would make the pico de gallo and the salsa verde and all of the other salsas. And I started mocking them, but adding my own flair to them. Got so much so to the point to where they made me make them all. <laughs> where the Hispanics in the kitchen no longer made the salsa. I made all of the salsas. The, the the one little black girl in the kitchen with all these Mexicans and Salvadorians. <laughs> and like, here uh, it is, I was making the salsa. But mm-hmm. that really was where I started the flavor route. Mm-hmm. Right there at USC in that kitchen. Mm-hmm. I had a, a co-worker named Janet. Hey, Janet. I hope you're watching. But um, she used to say, you should sell your salad dressings. Because they used to make me do the salad dressings like five gallons <laughs> of each flavor at a time. And so that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking and dressings. So, <laughs> and so <clears throat> I was making everything from Caesar from scratch, ranch, to champagne vinaigrette, Italian vinaigrette, just all kind of uh, balsamic. And she was like, you should sell these. Mm. She was like, Jeanette's vinaigrette. And, mm. I, and I was mm. like, girl, get out of here. Ain't nobody about to buy that mess. Kudos she was, to Janet. Her <laughs> so name is. Thank you, Janet, because Janet. I am yeah. now selling Chef Nett's vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's where I developed my flavor profile. Um, And over time, I just kept on at it. And like I said, when that pandemic hit and we were locked down and couldn't do much of anything, um, I just started experimenting in the kitchen and I started putting this together and that together. And Mm -hmm. now we have like more than 12 spices Mm -hmm. along with marinades and, and other things. So... You know what? I can't wait to see when I hit that corner of Rouse in that little special section and just have all that Cajun <laughs> shit. I just want to see Chef Net of Haggerty Luck shit. They all little shit. All the spices and shit in the motherfucking grocery store. Throw that shit in the universe. Because I'm going to hit the corner and I'm going to see her face and I'm going to be like... <laughs> well, honestly, that is really the plan. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, we retire a portion of the business in June. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, why? Well... I didn't, like I said before, I didn't become an entrepreneur to be a slave. Right. Um, Got to have a breaking point I, You know, I want time to just live and mm-hmm. enjoy life as mm-hmm. much as I truly enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it all the time. Indeed. So, yeah, there's going to be some changes, uh, basically, because right now we're pretty flexible with the number, even though our max is 50. Mm-hmm. Um, we do go above 50, depending on how large the venue is. Mm-hmm. Um if the venue is too small and it keeps everybody compact, then it's, like, it's a, it's a, it's a no go. We're not doing that. Uh, but if it's spaced out, you know, a large uh, venue and it's spaced out, then we'll go up to um, a max of a hundred right now. Mm. But come June, we're not doing anything more than twenty to twenty-five people. That is our max, unless it is a wedding. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's this is no negotiation. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because at the end of the day, yeah, that shit is work. It really is. And then you don't want to get to the point where now it don't taste like it used to because well, it's, I have it's not- I've tried to modify some things uh, because of cost. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it doesn't work out. Um, it cha- changes the flavor profile. And mm-hmm. like a lot of people realize when they taste my food, they taste a lot of layer of flavor. Mm-hmm. And it's because I use a lot of ingredients. Like some people, <laughs> if I give you a recipe, they're like, I got to buy all that. Like, wait, this just one it, recipe it right was, here. It's not the whole grocery list. But if you want it to taste exactly like, this, like Chef Nett, you going to have to get these You got to buy all those items. <laughs> and it's just as simple as that. It is what it is. Now, me personally, I don't follow any recipe mm-hmm. to a T. I, I don't, don't think, care. I don't think it's you possible. could be Wolfgang Puck. You could be any other famous person, right. Gordon Ramsay. I could care less. I'm still I'm going to take that recipe. A little bit of this. <laughs> exactly. And a little bit of that. And I'm going to remix it to make it what I want it to be. And my mentor is uh, Chef Ubi. He works out of um, Fullerton, Cal State Fullerton. Mm. Uh, but at the time, he was my chef over at USC. Mm-hmm. And he would print out recipes and I would never use them. <laughs> and he would be like, hey, you, why are you not using the recipes that I give you? I gave you this recipe for a reason. And this is not the recipe that I gave you. But it wasn't until he would taste. Then he like, oh, I see what you're doing. You know, and what he didn't know is how extensive my recipe knowledge was Mm -hmm. because before I ever went to culinary school, I was just a girl with a dream. Mm. So I would watch all these cooking shows and I would buy and I had a girlfriend who would purchase cookbooks for me. Mm -hmm. Now I would study these books. (laughs) I would literally study recipes Mm -hmm. of things that I probably was never going to cook. But when you're when you're a chef, you have to be versatile. It can't just be about mm-hmm. your palate. Uh-huh. Because some people, believe it or not, they have the palate of a five year old. They don't want to eat vegetables. Um, they don't Nothing like certain green. textures. Um, can't so, be round. And I am a very picky eater, but I had to grow. Mm-hmm. If I wanted my business to grow, I had to grow. So I had to learn how to cook things that I wasn't necessarily going to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't eat a lot of soul food, believe it or not. Uh, you can't get me to eat mac and cheese. It don't matter who cooking, okay? Now, other people swear up and down my mac and cheese is slamming. Mm-hmm. Ask me if I've ever tasted it. No, but the recipe is perfected and I could make it in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but am I going to eat it? I'd probably starve first. No, uh, not going to happen. No, not going to eat it. Uh, they tell me I have the best grits in the world. Ask me if I'm going to eat that. Nope. nope. That ain't what I do right <laughs> here. Get it. Now, I will taste things to make sure that it has the proper flavor Uh profile Mm -hmm. and that is what it's supposed to be. But I'm not putting it on my plate. I'm not going to get a portion of that. None of that. None of that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's that simple. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you have a signature dish? No. People ask me that all the time. They do. They ask me um, if I have a signature dish. If I had to name, okay, even though you're the interviewer, I have a question for you. What do you consider a signature dish? The most requested dish you get. Oh, shit. 
crab stuffed salmon. Crab stuff can y'all please learn other freaking fish? You got Chilean sea bass. You got orange roughy. You you it's got, so many. Uh, so got mahi mahi. You you you. There's a lot of different other fish out there. It's just. I'm I'm honestly so sick of y'all asking for Alfredo and salmon. Like y'all wrong for that. Like this is the reason why I started the exclusive eats movement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I started doing those private um, dinners at my house, Mm -hmm. I started an underground restaurant at my home, (laughs) and um, I started it simply to be able to branch out and make things that my regular clientele was not ordering Mm -hmm. because people see something you know because of course i post whatever the dish is Mm -hmm. or whatever the event is and they automatically want to order what they see even though i send them the menu (laughs) they only order what they saw the last people um purchase okay so Jones in here doing some bullshit we gonna take three minutes to get his little ass fuck up out of here with that bullshit that you know how badass kids like to fuck up and shit but he kind of fixed the angle a little bit so maybe yeah, I did. should thank him he's working a little bit I don't know why he barking now you ain't gonna come next to me with that shit hey come here now you got to go on air you see this shit? <laughs> this is who crashed in the interview. Not be kissing me all in my motherfucking mouth shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't shit. Nah, damn. <laughs> Badass kid attack. Sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. Mm-mm. Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. Now, what's your overall cooking philosophy? Oh, wait. I didn't answer the question. Oh, oh, I did answer the question. Yes. I said crab stuffed salmon. Um, I wouldn't say that that's my specialty, but since you said the dish that most people request, Mm -hmm. it is the crab stuffed salmon. Um, Stop it. I want to take it off the menu Mm -hmm. because I'm tired of making it. But I'm not making this no more. Why? I just can't do it. I can't do it. It's doing what it's supposed to do, which is keeping my bills paid. So I really can't cry, but. Yeah, I do get tired of making the same thing. Yeah. Um, like we have a wedding the 29th of this month, and mm-hmm. of, of course, that, one that of the entrees crab is salmon. crab stuffed salmon. Y'all gonna learn one of these days <laughs> to eat something different outside the box. They they just, I mean, shit. I, I started me, making it, and that, and it's it's stuck. Mm, mm, mm. It's stuck. Wowzers. Okay, now your cooking philosophy. A lot of chefs have a philosophy about cooking that keep them going, keep them motivated, keep them in that kitchen. What's yours? I don't think I really have one. Um, honestly. I mean, do you hear the ancestors whispering recipes to you in your sleep? I do. I actually it's really fucking tastes like shit. I actually it. dream recipes. Mm, um, you see that shit? Told you. There, I can honestly say there hasn't been anything that I have dreamed that has not been a hit. Mm. Um, usually, I just go with the flow of what I'm feeling. Um, as far as philosophy, I would say I cook with love. That's my philosophy. Indeed. To make sure that. I give you the best of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pray 
before I ever touch any of the food. Um, because of course, all kind of things happen through life where, you know, you might be having a bad day, mm-hmm. something, you know, jumped off and wasn't right. Mm-hmm. So I literally pray when I go in the kitchen before I start chopping, slicing, dicing, um, I pray. Mm-hmm. And then I turn on my music. I I cannot get in that kitchen without my music. I got to have my music on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I just rock with it, roll with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I honestly, I sprinkle until the ancestors tell me to stop. Jeez. So, you know, I don't use a lot of salt. I use a lot of herbs and, and other spices to nice. make my food flavorful. Mm-hmm. Um, so even my spice line is low in sodium. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's wonderful. Because food doesn't have to be salty to be flavorful right that's not flavor that's heart attack on the that that really well now my, my food can do that too now because like, i'm gonna use that butter what okay was, i'm gonna use butter just drink some water uh, uh people <laughs> ask me all the time you know do you uh have any specialty vegetarian dishes or vegan uh no but i am studying yeah uh to begin to be able to transition myself into more vegetarian. Okay. Um, but I, I'm not quite ready yet because mm-hmm. I like that dead flesh. I yeah, do. man. I really do. Give me uh, my shoddy and fucking <laughs> that carcass. Yeah, Damn it. but yeah. it's so much stuff going on in the world right now, and they are doing so many things to our food mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's almost best that you just grow it yourself. Pretty much. Uh, I'm about ready to get a farm. I got nails some cattle and shit because so. I don't trust nobody no more. Mm. It's, but it's, remember, it's, our I don't well you you are younger than me, but when I was younger, um, I grew up in an age where grandparents and either your mom and uh, would have a, a garden in the backyard. You know, they grew their own right. cabbage and greens right. and they had a chicken coop. I'm going back um, to that shit. You know, some of them had a goat for their own milk and yeah, things exactly. like that. Exactly. Um, they didn't do a whole lot of grocery market shopping. Running to the damn Rouse every 15 no, damn No, we even, we had a guy who came by the block with the fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Produce. a guy who came with uh, the fish. Um, fish and, and now, you know, the fish man, he came straight from the pier. From, you know, fishing mm-hmm. and he would come load it all up on his truck and he would come in the neighborhood and he would sell all that fish and everything was fresh mm-hmm. and it was the best fish fries you, you ever wanted ever to be a part of. Wanna hit. Um, we had a meat man that came and, and sold, you know, mm-hmm. meat by the box where it would have all kind of stuff in that box or yeah. whatever. So I don't think I, I was like more of a teenager when like 11 12 from like 11 on up mm-hmm. where things change where they change the laws and statutes in the city where you could no longer have these gardens and mm-hmm. you couldn't have your livestock and stuff right, like that right but yeah some things just never should have been changed indeed indeed because yeah. if i got to hear that fucking ice cream truck one more damn Girl. time with them punk ass bomb pops that <laughs> tastes like old cardboard i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do you know what I'm saying? Give me an old-fashioned big stick any day. You know, don't be selling this old newfangled bullshit. Yeah, shit. they be running outside for they nothing. Don't, they don't have the OG stuff that we grew up with. Mm-mm. It yeah. tastes like cardboard and ice. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm giving my $2 back. Anyway, <laughs> what can we look forward 
two from Haggerty Lux events in the next five years? Hmm. The next five years. Honestly, I don't have a plan for the next five years. And hear me out. Because I know, you know, y'all going to want to tussle over this, you know, because some of you guys are very goal-oriented. And I'll say this for that. It's okay to have plans, but I'm the kind of person who I let the most high plan for me. So I go with whatever he puts in my spirit for me to be the next chapter. Mm-hmm. I don't look at was the next two years or whatever. And I know some people do and they have projections where they want to do this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. Because things are constantly changing in our universe right now. True that. Yeah, I had a whole lot of plans uh, when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I had to change all those said plans. Mm -hmm. So I don't really plan that way, mm-hmm. I do more smaller goals that I set for myself personally mm-hmm. and the business, mm-hmm. and I let it be that Love instead it. of doing a far-reaching five-year or ten-year. Now, maybe there will come a point in time where that will change, but mm-hmm. right now it, it hasn't, and I'm going to stick with what works for me. I can dig that. <laughs> I can definitely dig that. I mean, why worry about tomorrow when we have enough to worry about today? Indeed. Indeed. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for coming on the platform. Of course. This has of been course. an awesome interview. I am overjoyed. Thank you so much for You're coming. You're welcome. Man, y'all. That was the last question? That was it. Ooh. That was it. She has passed her SAT <laughs> with flying colors, ladies and gentlemen. Got a perfect motherfucking score. All kind of shit happening in the wolf bed tonight. <laughs> we got niggas falling out, chubs going out and going. It's the food. Mm. They can smell it on her. Mm. It's mm. fine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Please. I ain't cooked nothing. Please. Okay. I haven't cooked anything since that uh, live action pasta station on Saturday. That sold it. out in less than two hours. They can still smell it. Yeah, because I can still smell the goddamn shit coming off the Instagram page. I said, oh. <laughs> Make a nigga want to say, fuck they job. I'm that's, surprised that's you a, didn't come through, sis. Girl, had to make that goddamn money. So oh, I wow. So four yeah, shit. You got to do that. And I was so in the rain, like, oh, woe is me. I'm missing the best pasta bar in the motherfucking world. Well, Tiff missed it, too. She was upset with herself. Oh, Lord. She forgot. <laughs> How the fuck you... See, now, she that's forgot. another conversation <laughs> we're going to have to have on a personal note. Please let everybody know where they can find you and how they can please get your um, services. I am on all platforms pretty much. Well, no, that I take that back because there's a lot of social media platforms. Um, you can find me, um, uh, Jeanette Haggerty, on Facebook. You can find me also Haggerty Lux Events on Facebook. Haggerty Lux Events on Instagram. On TikTok, I am uh, Flavor Queen Chef Net. So, yeah, there I'm not is. on Twitter. I don't do Snapchat. Uh, yeah, just those three social medias, TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook. Got it. Write it down. Take a picture. I'll be uploading this again in a minute. Don't even <laughs> worry about it. You're going to get this info. Thanks again for joining. Thank me. you for having me. Please come it back anytime awesome. you want to release some, some information. Ooh. And, 
some new recipes maybe just okay do some sneak peeks well what about if we do like a demo is y'all ready for a demo in the wolf den? <laughs> because I'm a pass fuck out. I'm wearing sweats so my stomach can expand. Because I don't give a fuck what none of y'all think. I'm going to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What this if right we here, do a live demo next time? I would love that. I think everybody else would too. We could clear this whole table and make it yes. my um, kitchen station. island. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I'll bring my, my stoves and everything and, oh, and cook something for y'all. Oh, it's on the calendar. We doing we doing the damn thing. Y'all tune yeah. in. Y'all tune in. Thanks again for joining us. You know who I is. Your host Max. Love, peace, and hair grease, baby. We'll Bye, y'all. Thank you for joining us in the Wolf Den this week. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and visit our website at wolfpussymonologues.com for your weekly wolf pussy therapy. Howl at you soon!